Welcome to Cram Bamble, a podcast about nothing in particular, and after a terrible ice skating accident, has found itself lounging on the couch wondering what to do with its life. But with the help of a wise old shopkeeper and a girl masquerading as a boy wearing a small slouch cap, will make their way to the top of the mountain and into your hearts. My name's Taz. <laughs> I'm Kirsten. That was a particularly good one. And we're going to be attempting to entertain you for the next, well, however long it takes. What do you got for me, Kirsten? Oh, am I starting first up today? Yeah, yeah luckily I'm so prepared. You are. That's why I said you. You're the prepared one. <laughs> I'm just the, I'm the grasshopper in this situation and you're the ant. I'm going to dance around during the whole of spring and summer and not worry about the winter because life is fleeting and you're prepared and then I'm going to die as a grasshopper. I thought you'd quite like this. These Ooh. are my questions for the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, for, for the viewers that, you know, are listening to this because it's not a video. Kirsten has scrolled up on a Word document and there's a nice little picture of a uh, very popular couple. People who like creepy and spooky things are Mr. Agent Mulder and Miss Agent Scully. How often do you, because this could just be me and my silly dyslexic brain, call mm. them um, Scully and Mulder? No, nope. the other way around, Mully and Scalder? I actually haven't. I have, I have known people that have done it, but myself, I have not. I feel like I do it all the time. To I the point where just then I thought I got it wrong. It's a common thing. I think when people say their names very quickly, repeatedly, they do start mixing them up, which is, uh. there's a name for that word, for that thing, isn't there? Where you, when you mix up words, there's a name for it, like a, not a condition so much as a phenomena. Is that the right word? Yes. Phenomena. Yes. There's a word for that, which I don't know. And. Because I'm using a shitty MacBook from 2015. You will not be looking up today. Really cranky boom arms with cheaper, cheap springs on them because I bought them on eBay for $17 each. I cannot go Google searching without making crank crank sounds. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how serious do you want to go? Because I've got light and then I've got super serious. Oh, we can, we can gradient it. So we can start lighthearted. Uh-huh. Oh, look, honestly, whatever you've got a, an inkling towards, you know, I love this shit in general. I don't care. All right, cool. Because uh, I've got two questions that I got from Quora Ooh. that I think need addressing. Now, we're not going to so much answer them as just ridicule them horribly. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Quora sounds like the secret society center document and, you know, like. And people know what Quora is. It's like a little advice. But it website. sounds, it sounds like that hidden sect of people, like librarians that like, I saw a ghost and like, oh, I've got the job for you. Welcome to Cora. <laughs> and there's some fancy music. They open the twin double doors that are made of like old, old oak. And there's a library that extends up 17 stories and people walking around in robes. And oh, I know, and she removes her, son, her um, reading glasses and it goes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea for a show. We get like that old, creepy, like, well, I guess they kind of did it with Buffy where they, they tried to make it seem serious like that, but then you put in the really cheesy CSI. Yep. So you'd be like, CSI, Vatican. Oh, man. You I love it. You know you want to now. I do, I do, I do. And you just get someone who Teamsy, looks- Teamsy, Teamsy. <laughs> What'd you say? Teamsy. Oh, TMZ. Yeah. I thought you were saying like an actor's name. I was like, I don't know the actor's name, so I don't get the reference. No. TMZ. Yeah. TMZ going to steal our idea? No. Sons of bitches. <laughs> anyway, all right. Okay. So the first question I saw on there yes. was, what would happen, and you hear this a lot, if a zombie bit a vampire? 
<laughs> it's like the 10 year old kid explaining their, their holidays. What would happen if a zombie bit a vampire and I did a karate class and then my dad <laughs> took me fishing and then suddenly we saw a shooting star and now I'm here. I poop my pants. Can I go to the bathroom, Mrs. Walters? <laughs> That's a tangent. Uh, what would yeah, happen? Slightly. Um, yeah, because first of all, we need, I mean, it just opens up more questions than anything else. Because we have to establish what zombie. Now, for Cram Bamble, I'm going to put this down as canon. I'm going to lay this on the line. You know that hill over there? Yep, climbing up. Harakiri, I'm dying on it. This is what's happening. Harakiri? Yeah. Why? What did you do wrong? Anyway, shush, shush, shush. Um, okay. I think that if we're going to do this properly, we're going to have to stay. I want to stay in the realms of folklore and research and not fiction right i know that okay so so if we're talking about zombies we're saying we're talking about the haitian zombies okay so anything in the movies so we just go a a pre 1900s cutoff yeah something like that because that's pretty much when the movie whole thing kicked in oh because for me that's science that's That's not fiction i mean for me that's not folklore or mythological that's science, because it's always a virus. You know? In the movies, it's a virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas the original thing was zombies were literally something that a necromancer or voodoo witch doctor raised up. Yeah, and the more I read about it... Or are we, um, or are we going the real thing, like the, the actual epidemic that happened that caused the whole belief of virus, of, of zombies? We're talking about that. Okay, I don't know about that one. But first of all, so there was going to wait. Okay. Okay, so with mine, it's the, the Haitian zombies that um, it actually started in the Congo. Yes. And so for me, and I'm going to paraphrase this because I do not want to be one of those people that reads a Wikipedia article. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, people. I know, right? I know. So I am going to just go off my memory of yeah, having yeah. read the article. Um, I'm okay with that. So what the witch doctors used to do, um, it was actually stealing people's souls. Mm-hmm. So if somebody died and gotcha. you you could take their soul out from them and reanimate the body, then the body was yours to use. Okay. So they would either get it to do hard manual labor Mm -hmm. or they could do it for nefarious things. So send the zombie out to kill people. I'm going to have to Joe Rogan you right now. Sorry, yes, I'm getting right up close on to my mic. (laughs) We're going to have to start this all over. No, let's go. Uh, Yeah, so they could, yeah, they could use it for nefarious things, but they could also, you know, um, use... Because, I mean, you're not using your body. So it actually wasn't seen as terrible for the witch doctors to be able to reanimate a corpse. Mm-hmm. They could either trap your spirit, which is a bad thing, or mm-hmm. they could let it go. Just be like, oh, well, you know, go out and do your thing. Can I just use your body? You're not using it anymore. Sort of like a timeshare. Gotcha. Know? Okay. I quite like that. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, they could theoretically necromancer it, like from D&D, yeah. get 30 or 40, you yeah. know, slaughtered town folk. Mm-hmm. Trap their souls, use their bodies as a zombie horde. Gotcha. But they would be the slow shuffling. What number constitutes a horde? Just for me personally, or do I know the actual you personally. real answer? No, no, this never assume that I'm going, I want the Wikipedia answer. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you constitute so as I'm, a horde? I'm going to think of it as I'm standing in my house and I've looked out the window and, oh no, Taz, there's a zombie horde. The minimum and number... It's 15. 15? Yeah. 15, 15. 15? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could 15? Say yeah. See, my brain has it as pack, herd, and horde. 
So pack would be anything from three, three to mm. ten. A herd would be anything from ten to fifty. But I can't use the word herd for zombies. It depends. Like I said, it depends on the zombies. If they're the zombie apocalypse zombies with the running and the biting and the killing. Um, Think of it as the numbers instead of just like a descriptor. Yeah, but it's just like that's a herd of cow, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd hate a cattle. Well, I mean, in in the 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 possible futures that involve some sort of zombie situation, these key phrases might help us survive. Because if we're on the radio, oh yeah, and you're exactly. like, oh Taz, there's a there's a herd of <clears throat> zombies. I'm like, a, a horde or a herd. Oh, does it matter? It does matter. Are too close together, it, maybe it, for the radio. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we need a different name. So yep. we got a pack. A pack mm. makes sense, right? Yeah, pack. pack. I could deal with that. Yeah. What's the next larger group for zombies past pack? Horde is accepted. We're keeping horde, but I think that's like fifty upwards. Really? Where, I think a horde should be something that if you were war- if you were trying to run, it'd be very difficult to get through the press of bodies. That's what I consider to be a horde. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's almost an impenetrable line of yeah. Because you could all, yeah. you could get through fifteen people. It's like a zombie stack of minced meat that you get in one of those little styrofoam trays from the supermarket. Mm. That's that's a horde. But I'd like us to establish I mean, I'm not saying that I hate the whole scientific zombies, particularly you know, the twenty eight days later zombies and things. I'm not saying we we're never gonna talk about them because my God, that is terrifying and mm. I love that. I'm just saying that it's not folklore. And I'd really like to keep us in the realm of folklore. Okay. Well And that said, I've now got a because I find it very difficult to go back to the... Sh- uh, uh, we, we can call them shufflers and the 28-day zombies. Oh, I like that. Because, yeah, the shufflers... I, I reckon I could get through a press of 20 of them. Who's there? I think, I think... But hang on. We're supposing that the necromancer slash witch doctor slash people who are reanimating corpses... Yes. Are making shufflers, but they might not. They could make twenty-eight days later. Day what? Well, words, potatoes. I'm going to disagree with that. I think the whole premise, which is why they started in modern pop culture doing the virus, the reason you would have shufflers in the old school original style zombies is because the flesh is dead. Yeah, it is Rocky. atrophying. Yeah, it is affected by rigor mortis. Yes, the flesh is rotting. It no longer has the ability to move quickly because mm. it is magic literally binding the flesh together to keep it solid, but it's not enough magic to keep it running. So they would all have to be it shufflers. It would super shuffle. Mm. Yeah. Uh, LMFAO would be in the middle of it. Every <laughs> oh, day my God. Yeah, it was a really bad reference. That's how Oh, wow. I love that I did not even go there, yeah. not once. And they even did the shuffling video, remember? They did. They did. Uh, so... Now, here's the thing that I was thinking. Now that, okay, for the, ser- for the sake of this question, mm-hmm. we're establishing old school zombies. They didn't bite. No, they didn't. They never bit. And they, they, they would bludgeon things with their anything. hands. Yeah, they would have, have no need to bite. So, if a zombie bit a vampire, bit a vampire, <laughs> vampire nothing would happen. We'd probably cut it. A off. vampire would not try to bite a zombie because it would not try to drink the blood or bodily fluids of a dead creature. Because yeah, a vampire ew. will only drink living blood. Done. Yeah. However, however, if however. we're talking virus zombies, yep. 
Same answer. Nothing. Next. <laughs> really? Yeah. I hate people that ask that question. It's so dumb. Honestly, I, fi- I find the horse-sized duck and hundred duck-sized horses question more interesting. That's so true, though. You can tell someone has just recently come into the horror and Because they ask genre, those questions. Because they ask that question. And you're like, you just need to go away, Timothy. Okay, if that's going to annoy you, my next one's going to annoy you. Okay, too. bring it on. Because it annoyed the hell out of me. Bring it on. So it, you can tell this person's just really discovered the whole... Uh, horror genre and, and maybe done the slightest just dipped a toe into research all right oh to me this anyway i'm gonna tell a question they read two go, Anne rice novels and they're like i'm an expert perhaps or even just got a pack of like um some sort of fantasy deck of cards they bought themselves a and went a, a, a black deck of magic cards and they're like i understand necromancy uh it's even worse um Ooh, okay i'm the, intrigued the question was how do i summon a succubus oh how do you summon a succubus? Uh, there is a... Okay, so for the listeners, there is a book that has Wait. been reprinted called The Key of Solomon. Wait. <laughs> oh, am I not answering it? No! Oh. Why would you? Do not purchase a book called The Key of Solomon. It does not have specific uh, yeah, spells and enchantments to summon demons from the abyss. I mean, you can. It's cool. So the question was, how would you summon a succubus? Yeah, but I think the bigger question is... Why is this young man wanting to summon a succubus? Because he's thirsty. Yeah. So uh, he's, like I said, he's got these magic cards. He's able to look down. He's going, oh, succubus is pretty. Oh, oh, how do I I summon the succubus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not realizing that they are a demon and they drain your life force. So, yeah, super sexy. Awesome. But it's also on their terms. It's not like you can summon it and go, okay, text now, please. And they go. Oh, it's very nice to meet you. Okay, well, you, let's let's work around your schedule whenever you're in the mood. That's not how it works. You will be at work at your, what I'm going to assume is McDonald's, serving some customers, and it is going to start effectively raping you. That's what they do. It's not consensual. How much succubus law do you know? I would say a fair bit, and it also really depends on what. I'm I'm going way back. Yeah. Uh, there's actually loads and loads and loads of stories of very succubus-like creatures throughout history. Okay. Judeo-Christian succubus. Um... Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. You probably, yeah. Actually, you've probably researched this. You yeah. seem like the type who would research the crap out of it. Yeah. Okay. So, you're familiar with the Pope that got his station because of his dealings with the succubus? Yes, I am fully aware. Excellent. And then he had to... It was so awesome. He was like, oh, I got here because of the succubus and now I'm going to repent. Oh, that's awesome that I'm Catholic because I can do that on my deathbed, sweet heaven. Yep. Like, what? I've murdered a whole bunch of children, but it's okay because I feel bad now. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the cliff notes of it. Very funny story. Yes. Um, and you are also familiar. Pope Sylvester the second. Yeah, Sylvester. You sly, sly kitty cat. Um, suffering succotash. I was so bad. Suffering succubus. So, uh, obviously, which our listeners may or may not know. 
sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe if they don't know anything about the succubus, maybe we should just recap that. Okay, so it's a demon in female form, comes to you at night and has lots of sexy times. There is a male version called the incubus as well. Um, we can go a little bit further and you can go, uh, what are they getting out of this? Um, so that they drain your life force. But with men, the um, female succubus are said to harvest the semen. And this is according to the, the Hebrew as well. Mm-hmm. So it was Judeo-Christian um, thing. They would um, harvest the semen. And then with the male incubi, they would actually pass that semen on to the women. So then they would have yep. little kids, which would you, if you're thinking scientifically, you're like, that's just a human. No, no, they must do something to the semen to make it sort of demonic because mm-hmm. then you have sort of demonic children, which I think have a name. Demonic children? Um, no, I don't know. As in the, you know, the um, children who have... Fiendish blood? Yeah, they've got a... Oh, they're called children so begotten, cambions. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be those that were born deformed or susceptible to supernatural influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yes, uh, it is believed and rumoured that a lot of the myths and lore, or the, the, the sparking of uh, succubi and incubi for, for women or men so inclined came from the dark shadow that your brain formulates in the middle of sleep paralysis. Yeah. yeah. There is a very, if you're going to do, do some wiki searching on this, the very bottom, there's about two sentences. So, for anyone who hasn't paralysis. experienced sleep paralysis, it's when your body hasn't quite reconnected your brain to your muscles to move because your brain will actually turn off your uh, reaction state on your body so you don't kick and jump around when you're dreaming. And so, when you, con- when you become conscious and your eyes open, the rest of your body doesn't move yet. So, you are paralyzed while awake. And as part of that, because your eyes are trying to focus, having been closed um, and trying to take in light, it often results in a, a black spot or dark shape in the center of your vision. And so while you're looking upwards, it looks like someone is staring down at you. And so that kind of added to the whole mythos of men awakening in the middle of the night with a, a demonic woman or figure straddling them. I'm the one who was we've established would do the uh like debunking and you're like oh this one's totally just sleep paralysis no I I I love I love human conditions uh when birth defects happen where people have gone they don't understand what's caused it because way back when they didn't understand the whole genetic side of things and they just went oh it's a demon or it's a fey folk or something like that so people would freak out um. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff where they've just gone, oh, it's, it's demons. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's clearly demons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, couldn't have, but <clears throat> anyway, I wanted to just um, take it out and swing it around a bit because I did so much research. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> There's also, so the Arabian, the Arabian, the Arabian mythology Ooh. has got. Um, I've not read this one. Quir- Quarina. Quarina, which is also a very similar one, and it sort of comes back from Egypt as well. Ooh. So pre-Islamic um, Arabia. Ooh. Um, the Quarina sleeps with people and has relations during sleep um, and is known by the dreams. They are said to be invisible, but a person with second sight can see them. Second sight. Often in the form of a cat, dog, or household pet. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit creepy. 
But one more. Then there's the Quarin, which is also which is Arabic, mm-hmm. is a spiritual double of a human. Ooh. Either part of himself or a contemporary creature in a par- parallel dimension. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like the Ka. Yeah. So they have been known to sleep with their counterparts, but they're more like um, the Judeo-Christian guardian angels. They look dead. Ooh. I know. So like they were said to be part of the jinn. Yes. Yeah. Which is um, so it's a they... jinn type creature, but it's not actually a genie. So, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Korean, would they be Aegean or Spiritian? Spirit. Spiritian. There you go. Mm. Very cool. But yeah, it even says that the um, should not be confused with the Karina as the female bed, child bed demon. Child bed demon. Yeah. So it's the sexy demon. So I can understand why this young man would like to summon one. Yeah. But from everything we've said, I mean... Even if none of it were true, you're inviting sleep paralysis in, if nothing else. You know, right. like, I would like to be suffocated slightly in my sleep. 124th page of the Key of Solomon book. Make sure you ask for an apprentice <laughs> succubi. But if you're going to do this for the love of God, have a banishing spell. Because if you change your mind, you know, it's not like a 30-day trial. And condoms. Because you don't want that succubus getting involved in some cum swapping with an incubus. And then making a cambion out of your sperm. Yeah, but I don't think you're legally liable. It's not legally liable, but I mean, you're just, you're living your good life. You're in your 40s. There's a knock on the door. You open the door. The great bat wings stretch out from the silhouetted figure standing in the door and you hear, Dad? Yeah. Uh, no, they're usually deformed. Like, it's not a, it's not like sweet I, demon. I said, I said wings in silhouetted form. I didn't say that it was Brad Pitt at the door. True, true. Open your arms. Hello, son. Welcome home. But it could also be like a full-blown, like, u- uber nerd. It's like, I see. Oh, no, no, no. A full-blown hippie. Like, I can sense spirits. Because it said it, they were really spiritually sensitive. <laughs> so it's just this, like, big old hippie smelling of patchouli. Hey, Dad. Want to play hacky sack and get in touch with our emotions? Get thee behind me, Satan! <laughs> But yes, no, if you're going to do that, if you're going to summon anything, please make sure you have a banishing spell and not something Judeo-Christian, something older. Look, I'm not going to give you any advice because we haven't done any banishing personally. But um, Speak for yourself. Not all demons are from a particular religion, so any sort of religious banishing spell may not be the best idea. Just go historic, I reckon. All banishing spells exist within some form of religion, though. No, 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 it's great. I mean, hey, run through them all. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I think figure out which demons you're dealing with and then obviously find a corresponding, you know, if it's um, a jinn from Arabia, maybe don't use a Judeo-Christian banishing spell. What if? Okay, here's one for you. Yep. So, here's, think of it this way. So, we've got the, oh, what's a good example? Uh, a mobile phone has basic components. So like your motherboard, your battery processor, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So think of a banishing spell as the essential components. You can put a shell on it that says Apple or a shell on it that says Samsung or Huawei. What if there are specific phonetic components to a banishing spell that they push into? That's why people do it in Latin because there are specific phonetic components, which if as long as you have those 10 specific phonetic components 
in another language and a different religion, it still does the banishing. What if that's the case? I mean, who's who's to know? Who's to know? I think that Solomon makes a lot of sense and I really like Solomon. it. Get what the book. hell is the key Buy of Solomon? Book. If you guys haven't purchased or read the key of Solomon, get it. It is trippy as hell. It is a collection of uh, summoning circles, protection circles, spell like random spells too. And it was one of those books that were like, oh, it's a cursed book. And then uh, publishing company years and years and years and years and years ago was like, we're going to mass produce it and pump it out there. You get it on eBay for like $15. But yeah, get the Key of Solomon. It's some, it's good reading, guys. It's good bedside reading. Get it in ya. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, a random picture of Gal Galdo up on your computer. They were, that was the person's example of a succubus. Oh, mate. Yep. Mate. Mm. Of course. Yep. I want Wonder Woman. Can you bring Wonder Woman with bat wings? 14 years old. Guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just gotten his first super dose of testosterone and he's like, this is what I want. Anyway, so those were my two light questions. Ah. Speaking of Succubi, and I've just seen that picture of Gal Galdo, but from a distance it looked like Megan Fox. There's a movie called Jennifer's Body. I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. You've seen it? No. No? You look so sad. Oh, okay. What? I just... I. I didn't realise we were going to be sitting here talking about Megan Fox and Gal Gadot. No, no, no. It's about the movie. It's just the premise of the movie. Okay. So, the premise of the movie is Megan Fox's character is a succubus. Right. She is trying to steal the soul of whatever the main male character is. But the main character of... Which is already not canon, but go on. The main... Well, it could be. Maybe she's trying to steal his soul. Anyway. Succubi don't steal souls. Succubi were also said to drain souls as well. Oh, they drain your life force. Or also make a deal with you to take soul in the case of Pope Sylvester. So I guess it depends on, you know, which version of the book you're reading. Cool. Anyway, the main character is a girl that's in love with the guy that the succubus is trying to steal the soul of. So she's trying to fight the succubus. Okay, that's kind of cute. I yes. Like that. That's why when you got all, I was like, no, no, it's a cool story. You'll dig it. I'm not talking about Megan Fox. She's creepy and she has brachydactyl. I'm not about that. Ah, and some people are, and that's cool. About brachydactyl? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of kinks out there. Yeah. That's all I had to say about Jennifer's body. Why is it called Jennifer's body? I presume it's very similar to like one of those Cruel Intention style movies where they just have a lot of sexy scenes and there's probably a hot tub in there somewhere and I'm sure she wears a short skirt because it's Megan Fox and it's her jam. And she's a succubus, so yeah, they're they're meant to be very sexy. Yeah. I'm sure she has teeth down there. That's called Vagina Dentata. Yeah. Mm. There's a movie about that called Teeth, wasn't it? Or a horror-style movie. Okay, I don't know. Because that's not my jam. There was a... I don't know what country it's from, but there's a movie from years ago. Do you remember when you had, like, those really cheesy uh, international movies on SBS that had, like, an element of sex but horror mixed in? Yep. There was one called Killer Condom funniest damn movie i've ever seen it's like a what's the name of that plant you know the pitcher plant yep yeah so imagine a pitcher plant but with teeth around the edge like a bell sprout yes so it looked almost like a pitcher plant not on the stalk Mm -hmm. but it was sentient and could move around and roll itself backwards to look like a condom so people would wear it while they're about to have sex and then it would bite off dude's dicks 
and they were like the i think it might have been a french movie because i just imagine i just remember these two cops trying to find this killer condom that's killing people by biting off their dicks basically but i mean that would that kill you in this movie it did okay i guess maybe they severed like a major artery and i i don't know i it was i think i was in my early teens when i watched it but it was just so funny i wonder now there's a good question for the podcast would you die if someone chopped off your penis you didn't get treatment soon enough i'm sure you'd bleed out well you can say that for anything you can say that with an ear yeah no, but so as long as you put the cold compress on or you got a major blood flow set up going to your penis though yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but I, I don't know. Is it? A, it's, it's, I would doubt it's a major. Did you artery. say a cold compress to stop bleeding? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Something's oh. gonna. I'm gonna get bitten by a zombie in the future, and you're gonna put a cold compress on it. Yeah, and some herbs, and then you know we might do some light calisthenics. All right. So the things we've learned in today's episode are: do not summon a succubus. It's not going to be Gal Galdo. <laughs> Don't ask Kirsten for medical advice. Don't ask Kirsten for <laughs> medical advice. And if you want to be the next pope, maybe summon a succubus. Uh, but we've reached the thirty-minute mark, so we're going to end the episode. Oh my there. gosh! Okay, I guess we're going to go and do the the super difficult question in the next podcast. Yeah. Hear that, guys? Tune in for the next episode because it's going to be a super difficult question. I've been Taz. And I'm Kirsten. And this is Cram Bamble. Um, we're going to think of a, a, a catchphrase for the end of the episode one of these days. Um, I'm quickly Googling to see if can you live if someone cut, typing one finger cuts your dick. Tune in next episode to find out. Okay. Bye. Bye.